This is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Today's discourse asks the question, what is your legacy? When you leave this planet, when your final days are upon this earth, what will be your legacy? What will you leave behind? What will you be remembered for? Is there anything in your life that you are actively seeking to be remembered for? And what do you want to leave as your legacy? I don't necessarily mean what are you going to leave behind in a will or what achievements do you want to be remembered for? But more, what is your legacy? How did you walk upon this earth? What imprint did you leave on people's lives and did you leave upon this earth? We don't often think about the legacy that we will leave. We think about achieving and in a hurried frenzy often. We think about wills and passing when we reach the end of our days, when we reach old age, when we have children, when we have a certain birthday. Yet the truth is, and we know this, that life can end unexpectedly for any one of us at any given moment. That we are all a breath away from the end. And as I've often said, teachers have said to me, it's important that we live every day as if it were our last. Not to be morbid, but to be aware, to ensure that our affairs are in order. And what does that mean? Well, as well as keeping a tidy house, keeping a tidy emotional and mental house and physical house, it means that we've made peace with all that we've achieved and haven't achieved, with the relationships that we've had and haven't had, with the fallouts and the heartaches and the loves, and that we are okay if we were to leave today. That there's nothing left unsaid or undone that is going to pull or tug at us. If we believe in karma and reincarnation, it's those things that will call us back and probably call us back into a difficult state of being or a state of being where we have to repeat those patterns or revisit those relationships. And why would we want to do that? It was hard enough this time around. If we don't believe in reincarnation and we believe in heaven and hell, then the things that are unaccounted for, the things that weigh heavy on our hearts, the things that we haven't made amends for are the things that shall weigh against us in the afterlife. They're the things that will probably work against us. If we don't believe in any of that, if we're atheists or we believe that there's nothing when we pass, perhaps we have a desire that we will be remembered for something that we won't just be left in an unmarked grave somewhere and no one will mourn our passing. However, that may be a reality also. And how much peace do we have with that? For even if today or tomorrow, God forbid, we were to pass and no one was to mourn us, no one was to miss us, we would still have left a legacy. How could we not? Unless we lived in a bubble somewhere, unless we lived in a cave, and didn't interact with anyone or anything. 
in any element, in any aspect of our environment, we've left a legacy. Every bit of litter that we throw on the floor, every bit of water that we use, every animal that we eat, every vegetable that we eat, every interaction that we have, every person that we're polite to, every person that we're rude to, every person that we have a good thought and a bad thought about, every person that we're envious of, every person that we celebrate, every thought that we have is leaving an imprint in the consciousness, in the cosmos, in the environment, in the energetic field, in other people's lives, on the planet, with plants, with animals, with the environment. We're constantly leaving a, an imprint, a thumbprint, a footprint. So what is the imprint that you will leave behind? What is your legacy? What will you be known for? What do you want to be known for? It isn't necessarily about achievement. It isn't necessarily about saying, oh, when I pass, people will know me because I won these awards or I ran these courses or um, I wrote these books, I built these schools, I built these hospitals, I had all this money, I held these parties, I was on TV, I was famous. That's not what a legacy is. A legacy ultimately is not only what we are remembered for, but truthfully, what good did we do in the world? Real good. Not good that is for show, not good that is for reward, but true good. The Holy Scriptures will tell us that if we do good and then publicize it, we might as well not have done the good. If we do good and then shame the very people that we say we're helping, we might as well not have done the good. If we do good and resent it, we might as well not have done it. If we do good and, and then cause harm and pain to others, we might as well not have done that charitable deed because God's spirit universe sees everything and sees what's in our heart. So what you often get are these situations where people give to charity and then they post about it. They tell the world that they've given to charity. We're seeing a lot of that right now with the explosion of social media and people that go out and give someone 10 pounds in a supermarket and then post about that for likes, effectively shaming the person they've given money to. We see that with friends and family and relatives and colleagues that might lend money to someone or do someone a favor, but they never let that person forget that they did them a favor, that they gave them some money, that they helped them out at a difficult point in their life. We all know that person who will keep saying, I gave you this much money. I helped you out at this point in your life. I did this for you. And every time they say that to you, not only have they cancelled out any good that they might have done in terms of a legacy, any good that they might have accrued in terms of the journey of their soul, they cancel out any good that they did for the individual. And now, more than anything, they're just notching up the bad, the negative energy, because they're shaming someone, they're humiliating someone, they're resenting someone's success. I remember seeing a comedy once, uh, and in this comedy, the individual lends a friend some money. And the friend says, I really need some money, can you lend me some money? And then starts really noticing what the friend has been spending on. Oh, the friend bought some perfume, the friend did this, the friend did that, and starts judging them. 
oh, my money didn't go on rent. It didn't go on food the way you said you needed it for. It's gone on perfume. It's gone on this expensive item here. It's gone on a trip to the spa. When the actual truth of the matter is, when we give to someone, we give with no expectation. Or we give with no resentment. We give not to have power over someone. So our legacy counts for nothing if we're doing it for the accolades, if we're doing it for the acknowledgement, for the likes, if we're doing it to have power over someone or something or to have power, greater power in the world. We do good deeds because we want to do good deeds. We do good deeds because, yes, often it's a spiritual um, requirement that we do good in the world. But if we're only doing good because we want to notch up points in heaven, we might as well not do that good. It has to come from the heart. It has to come with no expectation. And it has to come with pure intention. So you often see, this is why you often see religious zealots who will do things believing if I pray this many times a day, if I give this much to charity, if I go visit the sick and the needy, if I work in a shelter, um, if, I, if I do these various acts, God will reward me in the afterlife. It doesn't work that way. If you're doing it just because you want to be rewarded, you might as well not do it. You have to do it because your heart wants to do it, just like you have to be in service because your heart wants to be in service. You have to pray because you want to pray. You have to walk the righteous path because you want to walk the righteous path. Not because you were told to, not because it looks good, not because you think, oh, I'm gathering golden points for the afterlife. It does not work that way. You could do all the right things in inverted commas to gain your place in the afterlife or your next incarnation. But if you're doing it for that purpose, it's going to come to nothing. The scriptures tell us this, but not enough people read the scriptures with an open heart. They read it looking for ways to embellish, to back up their own lifestyle and their own thoughts. People not often read the scriptures not to be challenged, not to really look at themselves and see where they may be out of alignment, but they read scriptures in order to find backing for the way they live their lives, to say, oh yes, I'm right. It says, it says so there in the book. I'm right because the book says that, and it all comes down to interpretation. And similarly with spirituality and spiritual practices, you know, we get this with people, my guides told me, my angels told me. Rather than allowing themselves to feel uncomfortable with information that is of a spiritual ilk, so the question of what is our legacy is about our imprint on the consciousness, on people's lives. And often people will say, oh, my legacy is I helped this many people, I gave this much to charity, I built this school, I did this, I did that. But how did you make someone feel when you did that? What was your intention when you did it? Because if your intention was to be known to have left a good legacy, if your intention was to have power over someone, to use someone, to humiliate someone, if your intention was to belittle someone or belittle a group of people, then your legacy is that. It doesn't matter that you may have given millions or thousands away. Your legacy is the belittlement, is the humiliation, 
is the way you behaved after the fact, after the act. So what is your legacy? What will you be remembered for? What will you be known for? What imprints have you left on people's lives? Have you improved someone's life? Will they remember you for that? On their deathbed, will they remember you for that? Or will they remember you for the pain and the humiliation and the suffering that you may have caused intentionally or unintentionally? And it's important that we're brutally honest with ourselves because if there are areas in our life and relationships in our life where we feel that my imprint, my legacy is not going to be great, we need to make amends for that, for ourselves as much as for the other person. But if you can truthfully and honestly say hand on heart then my legacy will be someone who helped, whether it was perceived as help or not, my intention was to help. My intention was to heal. My intention was to provide. My intention was to end suffering. Then that's what counts. The energetic resonance of the intention. Spirituality, spiritual practice is about intention. Healing is about intention. Manifestation is about intention. Shamanic healing work is about intention. Reiki healing is about intention. If our intention when we do something is to leave a legacy, is to be known for, is to be lauded, is to be applauded, is to be revered, is to feel powerful, then the intention is not necessarily good. But if the intention is to give because it makes us happy, we want to make another happy, we want to ease someone's suffering, we want to do good, we just want to make the world a better place. God's spirit universe knows that can see that. It really is that simple and yet people tie themselves up in knots. We just have to have a really ruthless way of looking at ourselves to really question our intention. When I said this thing to that person, when I did this thing, what was my intention? Did I want to cause harm or did I want to educate? Did I want to shame someone or did I want to help someone? Was I doing this because it makes me feel more powerful Was I doing this thing because it helps another individual? And there will be times in our lives when we slip up, times when we do things out of greed, out of pride, out of anger. And that's okay because we're human and we're fallible. But as long as we recognize that and ask for forgiveness from ourselves, from another, from a higher power, it's okay. It's when we don't do that. It's when we justify it. It's when we humiliate someone and then we justify it by demonizing the other person. It's when we ridicule another and then we justify it by demonizing another person, by demonizing a group of people, by demonizing a part of the world, by demonizing a culture and so forth. And often we do that because we don't want to be harsh with ourselves. We don't want to really look in that mirror. We don't really want to see ourselves. It's so interesting in a society that is obsessed with selfies and, and grooming that we don't really want to see ourselves as we are in all our brutality and beauty. And in our brutality is beauty. In our failings is beauty. In our falling over is strength. It's okay that we mess up. It's okay that we get angry. It's okay that we want revenge. It's okay that we sometimes act on these impulses, but it's not okay when it causes harm to another. 
And how we make amends is by recognizing that and seeking to make amends spiritually, energetically, physically. Because when we pass, what is our legacy? How will people remember us? We can't affect the way people perceive us. We could have all the good intentions in the world and others may perceive those intentions in another way due to their own conditioning or their own errors of judgment. But as long as your heart is pure, as long as your intention was clear and you are ruthlessly honest with yourself, that's the best that we can do. And often people are not ruthlessly honest with themselves. They say that their intention was to help or to assist or to elevate, but it wasn't really. It was to gain power, to feel superior, to humiliate another, to gain something. I've talked about this in other podcasts, this idea that we give something to get something in return. The whole point of a legacy is that we leave something behind to be of service. Therefore, we give with no expectation of getting anything in return from the universe, from that individual, from another individual, nothing. Almost as if the public speaker, the singer, the dancer, the acrobat walks onto a public space, does their thing, and there is no applause, nothing. And they have to be okay with that. And the majority of the population is not okay with that. In fact, less and less so. They want thanks. They want accolades. They want respect. They want promotion. They want a hierarchy. But it doesn't work that way. We give with no expectation. We give knowing someone may not even thank us. We give knowing that we may be rejected, disrespected. But we give because it made us happy to give, because we wanted to help another, because we wanted to make the planet a better place. We wanted to make the earth a better place. We wanted to leave a legacy that lasted and meant something. So what is your legacy? What will you be known for? What do you want to be known for? And are you working towards that? What is your legacy? The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Until the next time.